This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and happy Friday, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of uh, the program. I knew we'd get there, and we're getting there. Uh, The latest vote has Kevin McCarthy at 214 votes. He needs 218, as you know, uh, and Jim Jordan got six. Now, there are two other Republicans that did not vote today that had to go home for varying reasons. I believe one congressman's wife was having a baby. That's a pretty good reason to go home. Uh, But they are flying back, is my understanding. And according to sources that I'm talking to, They fully expect to be in session tomorrow. If they don't get this accomplished, they may even happen tonight during my show. And by the way, we have an audience show tonight, which is going to be a lot of fun. I hope you'll join us for that. Um, You know, I realized, because I I do pay attention, Sweet Baby James keeps me up to speed. Linda keeps me up to speed um, because I don't have an email account and I don't do social media. And, uh, you know, they bring in certain sample copies of, of things that people are saying or themes that might be out there. And I realized in all of this, and I said this partly yesterday, is that, you know, I'm in the communication business, but clearly my communication skills are lacking because it's not becoming clear to everybody where I have been throughout this whole process. It's never been about a personality to me. That, that really never came up. Uh, I'm not mad at the 20 people uh, that felt that they needed to fight for more assurances and insurance policies to so that we don't get burned again like we got burned, you know, Boehner and a bunch of other people over the years. We don't, John, did you see Boehner when he went back with Pelosi? <laughs> he started crying again. <laughs> I mean, it's just horrible. I never met that man one time in my life where I didn't get halfway close to him, and he doesn't just reek of red, stale wine and cigarettes. It's like, oh, he's in the perfect business now. He's in the, he's in the marijuana business. He belongs there. Maybe that'll help him, help his breath. I don't know. Although They do say when you smoke dope, you get happy. Happy not, and hungry, right? Like the seven dwarfs. I don't know. Does it make you cry more? Because if it makes him cry more, I'd tell him to go back to drinking because he cries an awful lot. I don't know that is. he ever stopped crying. I wouldn't know the difference. You know, I, I, I don't get this public display of emotion like that. There's something off with him. But so the assurances have not been right. So let me let me really go back in time. And when I first became aware that this is going to be a problem, I had a lot of conversations. I won't reveal private conversations that I had. There are sources. I am a member of the press. Uh, I am a talk show host. 
I've described my, my job or given my job description out many times. We do news, straight news, investigative reporting. Uh, we do opinion. We're out front about it. We do. I'm a conservative. Uh, I've been probably the biggest Freedom Caucus uh, supporter over the years of anybody on radio or television that I know of. The great one, Mark Levin, is up there, too, of course. Um, but not many people, not many of us have supported them from day one. And you can ask Mark Meadows, you can ask Jim Jordan, you can ask Andy Biggs, who's mad at me right now. You can ask any of them if uh, if I've not been anything but supportive of them. And I have been. But anyway, so my my involvement in this process goes back to December. And a big part of my vacation time, more than I wanted to spend, was on the phone dealing with this issue with a strong admonition, advice, encouragement that everybody get this all worked out before January 3rd. They, did, they didn't do it. There, weren't, there was not the urgency and motivation that I would have liked to have seen. And I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not, even, I'm not mad at anybody in this process. I really am not. And at the end of the day, you know, everybody keeps saying the same thing and the same talking points. A lot of the things that you're just hearing about had already been mostly discussed and maybe if not completely agreed to, uh, certainly were on the table. And and yeah, Kevin was was reluctant to give back on the case, for example, the threshold of the motion to vacate where at first he agreed to five people. No speaker has ever done this in the past. He's now opening himself up to a check and balance of his caucus. In other words, if he deviates from his commitments to America, if he deviates from the investigations that he has pledged to allow oversight and various committees to conduct, then anyone now, he reduced it to any one Republican member can go forward with a motion to vacate, which would stop all business in the House, and it would be a confidence vote or no confidence vote, depending on how it comes out, on Kevin McCarthy. Um, I know that Kevin spent well over a year putting together his commitments to America. I've gone over it, went over it yesterday in great specificity and great detail, and he signed his name to it. So that to me is we can hold him accountable in ways that no other Republican speaker has ever been held accountable. To me, it's never been about Kevin McCarthy. It's never been, you know, it, early on, I can tell you that there were groups of us that had conversations about a lot of people being speaker and probably the consensus candidate of all the people that I know and talk to was Jim Jordan. I mean, Kevin McCarthy knows this. And Jim Jordan from day one was an absolute dead set. No way, not going to happen. And I don't think he'll mind me sharing this with you, but he said, he says, nobody should want that job. That was one of the first things he said. He goes, honestly, Sean, you know, if I, you asked me to run for Senate and I, I didn't want to run. Um, I feel I'm where God wants me to be. I really want to run this investigation in the Judiciary Committee. And to be frank, there is nobody who can run it better than him. And that's the investigation into whether the FBI has been politicized or the DOJ has been weaponized. So what I've been trying to tell people is all of these issues that have come up and all of the concessions that have been made, all of this has been on the table for at least a month that I know of. 
And I've spoken to many of the people behind the scenes about all of this. Like there's been more concessions made in the last 24 hours in an effort to close the deal. It's actually in writing. What am I? What are you telling me to look at? It's now adjourned till 10. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Uh, which is, I'll tell you why it's adjourned till 10. Would you like to know? I would like to know. Okay, so the final tally is 214 to 212, but there are two Republican supporters of McCarthy that are flying back to Washington, and now the real number is 216. That means there are six people now left holding out, and and I've asked a few of them, and I'm not going to divulge a private conversation I've had with some of the members. And some people actually didn't like the fact that I was... I had an aggressive debate with with Lauren Boebert. I like Lauren Boebert, and we put her on the program. We've supported her numerous times. Have we not, Linda, both on radio and TV? We have, and through the campaign and everything. And I I still like her. Just because we have a disagreement doesn't mean I don't like her. Um, Matt Gaetz just hates hates Kevin McCarthy. You say Kevin McCarthy, it's like Alka-Seltzer in water. So, But that's fine. He's felt like that for a long, long time, and he's told me that. For a long, long time. I won't divulge the private conversation I had with him. And all these conversations have, by and large, been very friendly. I've called a couple of people out because a couple of people that I really thought should be looking for solutions, people that got everything that they initially asked for, that were moving the bar. And that pissed me off. You know, when you say that you want the right to vacate and then you get it and then you demand three new things or you walk in the last minute with a list of 30 things, which literally happened, which would render the speaker a figurehead. At that point, I don't really have patience for some of these people. So to the extent that I've been following this, it's been a lot longer, and I I realized I did not communicate this well enough to people. And here's where I am. If the Republicans follow through on their investigations, That is the origins of COVID. That would be Anthony Fauci. That would be, is the FBI politicized? Did the DOJ weaponized? I personally think we we need a church committee or something similar uh, because of what we do already know about how the FBI has been politicized, et cetera. But that's a different story for a different day. Looking into the, the Biden family syndicate and Joe Biden's lies about never talking to Hunter about his business background really dealing with him leveraging a billion dollars to get a prosecutor in Ukraine fired, knowing damn well that that prosecutor was looking into his son being paid millions that had no experience. Hunter admitted he had no experience. So there's a lot of work to do here, and I, I understand people's suspicions. What I think that I've not communicated well is when you look at the motion to vacate and one member is now the threshold. When you look at the concessions to the Freedom Caucus, you know, for example, more members on the Rules Committee, that has never happened to the Freedom Caucus. I've supported the Freedom Caucus from day one. You have more positions of prominence, more say than ever before. Or the, the, the pledge on term limits, having a vote there, the pledge on voting on the border. Uh, the pledge on appropriations and that every 14 of the appropriations votes will take place independently and separately or the ability of any one member to offer floor amendments during the appropriations process. None of this has ever happened before. So these are great changes 
institutional changes, and I would argue you can call it an insurance policy, and I'll add this too, and I've said this all week, nobody wants to hear it, if Kevin doesn't keep his promises, I will lead the effort to remove him. I will say, you didn't keep your word. So between the investigations, now just the headlines on his commitments to America on the economy, fighting inflation, creating jobs, making energy independence a top priority, reducing the price of heating and cooling your home and, and, and the price at the pump, uh, strengthening our supply chain, ending dependence on China, securing our border, combating illegal immigration, supporting our police but still uh, cutting spending in Washington, uh, refunding the police, not defunding the police, holding prosecutors accountable that support no bail laws, uh, putting a crackdown on, on DAs and prosecutors that will literally are letting people out, even though people selling fentanyl to our kids for crying out loud. It's insane. Uh, we're going to, his parental bill of rights is going to move forward. Every student can succeed. School choice is on their commitments to America. Uh, telecare, new health care options, modernization of our medical care system. Important. It is the future, whether you like it or not. I like telecare. I like being able to call my doctor. I'm not feeling this, 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 and this. What do you think? Do you feel that, that, and that? Yes, yes, no. Okay, this is probably what you have. I'll call you in a prescription. You know what? I don't have to get my ass up and, and go drive 45 minutes to my doctor, which is how far away he is. Um, I like that idea. Holding government accountable, preserving our constitutional freedoms. It's all on paper. And for, you know, I talk about the liberals. I hate Donald Trump. No, I hate him. I I double hate him. And then, no, 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 I triple hate him. I quadruple hate him. I hate him more than you hate him. And it's like you got this group of people, some on radio and TV, and they're just showboaters. They're just not telling you the truth. And they just weren't involved in it, perhaps, as maybe maybe it's utter ignorance on their part. And some even attacking me and they have no clue as to what has actually gone on. And at no point in this process, the commitment to America is everything I believe. It is the America first MAGA agenda. The same with the investigations. They're all needed. They're all warranted. They're all, uh, uh, you know, they've been necessary for some time. And here's the last thing I'll say. You know what? Republicans got to learn something. When you win, you got to learn to win. And maybe the lesson out of this is they should have done this before January 3rd. But we're now getting to the point. Kevin McCarthy at 214. If he really has two more votes that'll happen tonight, that's why that they've adjourned until, I guess, 930 tonight. Um, and we'll be live, so we'll be covering it all. But anyway, so we're there. I think you'll get the two other people. And if he doesn't keep his promises, we'll hold him accountable. It's really now you have the mechanism to do that. But we had it for a while now. That's my point to you. And nobody nobody ever seems to want to talk about that part. Um, And there's been a lot of demagoguing by people and a lot of bar moving by people that has been very frustrating on my part because I kept asking, what do you want? What do you need? Tell us, what do you think will be better for the institution? I asked all those questions. I talk to all these people. Anyway, look, our friends at Pure Talk, these are tough economic times. Uh, They're my cell phone company. And by the way, the antidote to Woke Wireless, a a proud veteran-owned company that I love. And they're going to save you a ton of money. And they use the exact same cell towers, 5G network. You'll have the same number of coverage bars on your phone. 
and you'll keep your phone, you keep your phone number, and the average family saves close to $1,000 a year, about half what you're paying Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. You get blazing fast data, unlimited talk and text. That's only 30 bucks a month, and you can try your first month risk-free. You can make the turnover, the switch, in less than 10 minutes. Just dial pound 250 on your cell and say the keyword, save now, and you'll save right away with an additional 50% off your first month. Just dial it down, make the change in the new year, put money in your pocket for the exact same service. Pound 250, keyword, save now, pure talk, simply smarter wireless.